Welcome to the Informed Pregnancy and Parenting Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Elliot Berlin, here with stylist Casey Bixby and part two of our discussion with the lovely and talented Amanda Seifried. Still spell it out in my head first. I look at the mm-hmm. sigh. Um, let's talk about you were recently uh, had a baby. Yes. How old is your baby? About seven weeks. Wow. Brand new. Brand new. And so I would love to find out your... Brand um, new, but so old to me. Is that how you feel already <laughs> yeah. in seven weeks? Yeah. She's 10 pounds. Wow. That's awesome. How big was she when she was born? Uh, six and a half, six, ten. It was it's incredible. Like, That's amazing. She was tiny. Yeah. I mean, she was the perfect size for me to come out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but you're not giant. I'm not. I'm definitely not. I know she's going to be very petite, but um, I just think Has she's she started so modeling old. it? What? Has she started modeling it? No, I'm going to wait until she's two, for oh. sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Two is going to seem so old. Oh, my God, I know. What about, I mean, okay, I would love to talk about your pregnancy and and find out how it was for you. Were you expecting to have a baby? No. It, no? Accidental? Yeah. Accidental. Is that, oh, okay. There was air quotes. Yeah. Air, oh, yeah, you can't. You can't, you can't see. You can't hear air quotes. Right, you can't hear it. Shh, shh. Um, that was me. Sounding air quotes. Sounding air quotes. Um, yeah, no, it was, I mean, it's cer- I certainly knew, we knew that we wanted to be together and make a baby, but, you know, sometimes things happen and it's the biggest blessing in the world and we were so excited. Did when? How did you find out? A test. Because? Oh, because I was late. And oh, I was you were like, late. Oh, I'm never late. This is so weird. Oh, you're always right on time? Yeah. It's amazing. It seems like you. It's it's really Punctual. like it's really stress free when you know what to expect. I mean, I like to be in control of things, mm. and I was like really excited when I was late. So I took a test, and it was just you know you 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 imagine these moments like being proposed to and ma- marrying somebody, walking down the aisle, or having your baby and taking a pregnancy test. You imagine all these things, and when they really happen, it's just you can't believe it's happening to you, right. even though you've imagined it your whole life. Were you excited always... to take it? Oh, yeah. You were pumped. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was really tired that night, but I was really excited to take it. Was it a clear answer? It. Oh, yeah. It was like, boom, I'm pregnant, no question. Totally. And... Was was Tommy there? No. Oh. Did he know you mom. were taking it? No. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I had to wait a couple reveal? days. How was the reveal? Why? Because we weren't together. Because oh. he was... Um, I was working, and so, I yeah, I got to tell him. So, you know, I think it's it's really fun in that respect because usually the man proposes to you. What right. does the woman get to do? How does the woman get to reveal something? And there's always these new ways of revealing pregnancy and also revealing genders and all that stuff. But um, it, was, it was just like it's just a really fun thing. To be able to, it, it's a. Ter- I can't keep secrets, and so that was the most impossible week of my life. Isn't it? So I didn't tell my husband for a few days either. After after I found out, but it, I forgot about how exciting that time is when you know something. Yeah, something that's like going to change your both of your lives. Yeah, something like the most <laughs> important secret you ever you'll ever have. Yeah, besides like murdering somebody. Right. A, right. A, and better. I mean, better case. Right. Totally. Yeah, way better. <laughs> way better. How How did you tell him? I just, um, I just, I just, I wrote a little poem. Very that's, sweet. That's and I, so I nice. and I just said it to him. Said the poem. Mm-hmm. I just I read it out loud. And did he know immediately? No. He didn't figure it out right away. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Oh, that's, that's a nice poem. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, babe. Beautiful." <laughs> and I was like, "You weren't listening. Did you hear what I said?" <laughs> um, it was a little abstract. <laughs> But, you know, I just, I had so much time to think about how. And it was driving me crazy because the more time I had, the more ideas I'd have. And it's just, I know what men go through. Well, men, you know, what people go through, um, it's too traditional, to propose to their um, their partners. And, uh, oh, God, how stressful. Did you have <laughs> other thoughts stressful. on how, how you were going to do it? I don't remember anymore, but I know I had like, you went a lot. A of, oh yeah, 
I mean, at one point I was like, maybe I'll just send him a picture of it. <laughs> but I didn't want I, I I didn't want to take anything away from the experience. I wanted to add to the experience. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I would have been taking away the moment that we could have shared right. the moment he found out. You know, because you don't get many chances in life to no. have these kinds of moments. I'm kind of curious what the poem was. I am. I'll stay curious. Top secret. Please stay curious. <laughs> I'll stay curious. But I just want to see if... I need if you would have been able to figure it out. Well, now it's too late because I know. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. I'm not super perceptive like that, so I feel like I would have missed it too. Especially wasn't expecting it <laughs> at all. You're a man. No I'm kidding. Field. Yeah, I'm totally not. A man. Uh, so then, pregnancy? Did I mean? Had you thought about pregnancy? Did you? Did uh, yeah? I was terrified Were of the working? idea of it. Yeah, I was working. Oh man, Whew. that's rough when you can't tell people. On a show or on a, on a film? movie? On a and film. and I just kept filling out. So, I mean, my um, thing that, that nobody told me, there are a lot of things that nobody told me. Like, of course, you, I'm sure you're like, whoa, this happens. Um, my boobs grew right away. So I was, gr- I was. Oh, no, you need a girdle. Oh, uh, a boob girdle. He was really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, you were, in, oh, you were unco- physically uncomfortable? I was physically uncomfortable because I was wearing all this tight stuff and it wasn't like closing, closing right by the way. end of the movie. And I couldn't tell people. But, um. But I was always scared of pregnancy because I was always afraid of getting sick because I have this big, big fear of throwing up. So because you're a control freak, I'm a control freak. Yeah, and I have OCD, so um, the throwing up fear is very common with people with OCD. Mm-hmm. It's also that feeling before you throw up; it's the worst. The nausea and oh, just and did you get sick? I threw up once actually. I did get very nauseous for like a good two to three weeks, which is not a very long time. No, it's not bad. But I was miserable. I was miserable. Was throwing up like acting on stage? Mm, no relation. Sort of. There is a, there is a correlation there. I think. I mean, you had to give happening. up control that that thing for both of them. Yeah. Overcome yeah, a barrier. True. Well, you said you had OCD. Were you diagnosed with OCD? Yeah. When? How old were you? I was nineteen, but oh. I had it all my life. How? Did, what led you to get a diagnosis? Um. Oh, I had a panic attack, and I'd never had one before. I was driving to work, and work. we shot Big Love up in, like, Valencia, where the Six Flags is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was driving to work, and I just had a panic attack, and I was um, I was beside myself. I didn't know what was happening. I called my mom. She talked me down, and I drove to work. And from that day on, I started – I got a doctor – I saw a, neurosur- a neuro- neurologist. He took an MRI. I thought I was, you know, because I'd had a series of a lot of headaches that week anyway. Mm-hmm. And so I um, I like to get MRIs. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, then I, he's, I like vanilla ice cream. <laughs> I'm just saying we like different things. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. But they all lead to the same place. You like to get MRIs because you like to make sure you're not dying of a cancer? Of something, yeah. All the time? Yeah. Is as that, much is as that I part can. of your anxiety? Does that go with OCD Health anxiousness? Health anxiety, yeah. Health anxiety. Hmm. Yeah. Because so, uh, OCD affects people in different ways. How, oh, how yeah. does it affect you? I did a lot. I had a lot of rituals. Um, I mean, like it would take me a really long time to put my clothes away in the, in the drawers. And it's all about organization. And if it doesn't feel right, you have to... You have to keep moving until it feels right. You have to move things around until they feel right. I had a thing with numbers, which is very common. With the volume level on in the car, they had to be certain numbers. I don't even remember the numbers anymore because I abandoned all those rituals through therapy. It, it couldn't be on a certain number or it had yeah. to be on a certain number? It, it had to be on a certain number. Ooh. And it also couldn't be on a certain number. Oh. So it depends on the day. And, and you else? had this your whole life. Yeah. Stepping on certain remember. tiles in the kitchen when I was younger. I never showed my parents. Afraid, afraid I was going to hurt somebody, um, even though I didn't rationally want to hurt anybody. I was afraid I was going to lose control of my body, which doesn't happen. Right. But when you're young and you don't know what OCD is, you, um, it's be scary. you think you're crazy. It's horrifying. It's a horrible 
Was it really, really like refreshing to be like, oh, I have OCD? Yes. When I was 19, right. it was one of the best moments of my life. Right. I read this OCD you read a checklist. poem about it? No, I didn't. No, to like tell I people? Should. Yeah. No, you know, the thing is about Seven OCD. Seven is good, four is bad. I just want to like talk about it always. I, I, uh, I think it's amazing now that, that I have talk a kid. About it. I think well, that's a, my next thing is how does it affect parenthood? But it, it it's like most people are like, oh, my God, I hope nobody ever finds out that I have anxiety or depression or OCD. And because of that, the stigma around mental health is, is really makes it hard for people to admit or find out that they have diagnoses and then right. treat them. Right. Yeah. It's like if somebody doesn't have a leg, then you're like, oh, my God, let me help you with your stuff. But right. if somebody has mental health, handicap or issue then it's um we'd like we get weirded out and back away from that yeah it's 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 a it's a people are protecting the stigma by not being open about it and being honest about it and the truth is i can function i function really well you do so much stuff i know and i'm social and i'm i'm not afraid to do very many things i mean i don't but i almost like i like i want to be an ocd like i'm a slob i just no. throw my stuff in the closet i know i don't but i'm just yeah. saying parts of it so i'm like hmm. they're they can be helpful i think i think part of it is actually good in terms of acting i think i mm-hmm. use some of my anxiety and some of my ocd tendencies um certainly you know but you don't get to no, control everything when you're acting. You're you're a moving part. Yeah, that's true. So is that sometimes? It's not about controlling everything, though. It's about controlling certain things, and sometimes I'm not even aware that I'm I'm doing something that I'm behaving in an OCD way. Has it? Do you feel like since you've had your daughter, has it been more challenging to control, like certain impulses or like needs no, for certain? No, it's things? funny. I started. Um, cognitive behavioral therapy again because you don't have to do it all the time. It's mm-hmm. like you you kind of check in with yourself and right. see how well you're doing and right. how where you are of your OCD and your tendencies and how it's affecting other people and and in your life. And um, I checked in because I was done working and pregnant and you know felt just really wanted to figure out what I could do to prevent certain behaviors that I don't want to pass down to my daughter. And, right. So I've been going since October, and it's been really great. I'm like, my OCD is pretty low right now. And I think it also has to do with the fact that there are real things going on. I have right. real stuff to do. I have to wake up at certain times. I have my child to take care of. Right. I have, um, you know, my husband and my mom and, and people around me to, you know. And Finn. To, and Finn. Yeah, Finn. To connect with and communicate with in a healthy way and mm-hmm. it's just I pregnancy this is the thing I thought I was going to fall apart being pregnant mm-hmm. and postpartum very very scared about postpartum mm-hmm. depression my whole life yeah and I found that during pregnancy my hormones worked for me sometimes they work against you sometimes right. you feel sick and out of control and everybody has a different story mm-hmm. for with pregnancy I was I was really good. My whatever the hormones were doing, I was really coasting, um, and I felt pretty great after the first couple months. I felt really incredible, and like I had That's a hold great. on a lot of things. I felt really healthy, and after I had the baby, I felt really healthy. Well, in your first trimester, you said you threw up one time. Mm-hmm. Was that because you didn't let yourself throw up, or because no. you didn't feel like you had to? I didn't have to throw up. It was just the nausea. Yeah. And I would just eat Did you take matzah. That? matzah. No, matzah and dip it in cream cheese and I gained Oh, that's some delicious. Weight. That's like you love Passover. I love Passover food. Oh, no, you should come one time to a Seder. I thank you. I will. Absolutely. I'm sorry that you asked. No, me. I will not be sorry. That's our um, seders are kind of we need a little What's that apple stuff that you make? Haroset. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's the bomb. And you yeah. just dip your matzah in it. Oh, it's really good. Um <sighs> so then you feel good during pregnancy. Everything, I'm looking back, even my delivery, I had all these fears. <laughs> Everything worked out so well. 
I, I can't believe that I, pu- I projected so much. Right. And I think... But you're not the only one. Every, I mean, right. most people have tremendous fear sure. about pregnancy, childbirth, postpartum, parenting. Yeah, because you're out of control of your body. Yeah, there's... Yeah, exactly. And there's also, there is so much fear in society about it. You never, like, Especially see somebody... Especially in America. I feel yep. like that's... In Europe, I feel like... Oh, they they don't it's care. They're so drinking much more and, laid back. and having a good time. It's well, a celebration. Oh, yeah, it's, like, it's much body. more. Yeah, there's. It's like much more like a celebration and this journey, and it's like that's the focus. And then here, I think I told you. I remember saying to you, I opened what to expect when you're expecting, right? Isn't that the, the yeah. general oh, yeah. text, yeah. right? And I was like, I read one sentence, and I like closed it and gave it away. And you said, don't give it away. It is good for something. You can use it as a high chair. That's true. <laughs> or yeah, like as a booster so seat. When your kid's not quite tall enough to sit at the table. Because it's so fear-based. <laughs> There's so, so much bad. information, too. And there are people who actually that book is really good for, who need to know every possible thing that can go wrong. And, oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I and think that's good for anybody. I, I don't know. I've noticed that some things are good, and and then the rest, you know, you just you can't you don't know who your kid's going to be. You don't right. know how things are going to go for you. I the more I talk to the moms in my life, my friends I grew up with, especially we have a group chat, the better I feel because I actually every time something happens that is alarming, mm-hmm. I check in with them. Right, and the support that we give each other is so it's so. Uh, it's so important for me, and information is so important for me. And like when we have a question, Tommy Google something, and and or I ask my mom, is this normal? Because my mom, of course, is coming from a really calm place, and she's like, don't worry, yeah. don't worry. But and I am a worrier, and I have to understand what's happening at all times. And you know, that's not it's not great. It's not great for me. It's not great for him. It's not great for our daughter. But I, I mean, and that's what those these books have have provided for me it's like when i need to know something i can right. check it's a reference but it's, reference. it's not necessarily yeah like like michelle hakaka's oh yeah book, expecting 411 411 it's great and and um and we just gotta sleep sleep poop eat sleep poop eat sleep scott poop. Cohen. yeah scott cohen and it's they're great because then i can check something right. but i don't need to go cover to cover because i actually that's really something. enjoyed dr hakaka's book reading yeah. it from beginning to end because she has such a nice way of writing what it book is that expecting 411 mm. it's i think it's meant to be more reference based but or you it know is, while yeah. you're going through something right read on that paragraph but she actually writes things in such a in such a pleasant way that even scary things that's don't nice. sound that scary that's so, so great that's i nice. know that's when i called uh, Dr. Cohen's office the other day about something. They're like, yeah, that's pretty normal. And honestly, I wouldn't worry about it. She seems to be doing really well, and right. that's all I needed to hear. But there's just so much information out there, and it's it's great, but it's sometimes not. <laughs> I mean, the information, I would rather have the information coming from people now that I'm actually speaking to that are going through it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we did our breastfeeding, we had a a breastfeeding awareness family festival that used to travel around called Booby Palooza. And uh, part of our thing was we would take people who are successfully breastfeeding and connect them with people who are about to have a baby who want to breastfeed. And the feedback we got from that people, they stayed friends for years. Oh, my God. It's such a big deal, breastfeeding. It's so stressful and it's frustrating and (laughs) Even if it's working perfectly it's stressful yeah you're you're tied you're you're weighed weighed down physically and emotionally and you can't really leave the house without um providing something you know a little extra you you can't leave your baby for too long you it's just it's um you can't travel without extra garments it's a (laughs) lot it's a lot i did not know I Are you working know. now? What now? Yeah. No. Okay. Me either. I'm just checking. I did work one day a couple weeks ago, and I. It was too much. It was really hard. <laughs> I was like, I. Your it's been so three hours. Too. She's still sleeping, so I'm gonna try to wait till five. Did but, you take her with you? Yeah. Uh, to well, work. I, yeah. Yeah, because you're the your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'm every and snacks you're, in you're, between. You are craft services. Yes, yes. I am. Well, I want to go just a little back because when you were pregnant, you you were working a job. You couldn't tell people right away. What? How long did that go into your pregnancy? Oh, um, I was done week twelve. 
Okay, that's a good time to be oh, done. Yeah. Were you already you're not really showing it? No, week 12. I didn't show it till twenty weeks. And then did you continue to work? Mm, I was done. So you took twenty weeks off until the end? No, I did work in January. I I, I played a a pregnant woman. Oh, okay. In the movie, so it was great. Man, I have never been treated so well in my life. Oh. Really? That's nice I was to treated hear. like a queen. <laughs> I, I used to look young. I think I'm, I still kind of could pass. I think you look young. Maybe. Thanks. I mean, I, I don't, you know, it's changing, but people definitely take advantage of me on sets. Like, I'm really nice and I never put it, like, I never put up a fight for anything. I'm super passive and, you know, you'll never get any gripes from me. And people take advantage of that very easily. And so I'll – I end up getting pretty resentful. But um, <laughs> And then passive-aggressive sometimes. But uh, usually it's just resentful. And this movie, they treated me like – they treated me like I was I was a queen. And they were like, um, we're going to do this scene. We don't really need you for this. <laughs> and I'd be like, no, I can, I can stay. I'll do off-camera. Of course I'll do off-camera. But they're like, really, though? <laughs> Please go get some rest. Please oh, wow, go that's home. So nice. And so they check in with me all the time. They make sure I was cozy, and it's just not like that usually. You know, I'm I'm young. I'm 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 nice. Amanda's cool. She'll be cool. She'll be cool. But now it was like, can't. What can we get you? Can that's somebody so nice please? That they did that. I mean, because I have a lot of patients who act, and it's not always like that. Oh my god! Sometimes I just pretend like nothing's happening. You know, well, that is business as usual. Cool, because pregnancy is a it's a beast. It's a beast, <laughs> and I'm and my pregnancy was was pretty great, and it was still at times excruciating, painful, like the symptoms of pregnancy. Yeah. What'd you back get? Pain. Oh, I had back labor too, so that was oh, I got yeah. that epidural. Like we need to talk about that in a second. Oh my god! What what um? How did you feel growing? It was a slow growth. It was a, it was a very slow process. So Aren't I you happy like, when you're finally showing? I when you like finally had a belly. Like, what is this gas? <laughs> <laughs> and I kept sending pictures to my mom. She's like, still gas. <laughs> and finally, I had a bump. I was so excited. I took pictures weeks? all the, twenty weeks. Yeah. Do you have pictures all the way through? Yeah. Twenty Oh, days? sure do. Oh, do you string them together? No. I want to do that. Can I string them together for you? Yeah. Actually. I think, yeah, I probably have enough. I erased a lot of them. Because really? I just took so many. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think, I don't. I mean, taking a lot of pictures. So you were excited about it, though. You were happy to grow. Yeah, I was really happy. Do you know how much weight you gained? I gained 35. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's n- normal, right? It's on the outside It's average. Normal. It's at yeah. the top of average. But you're small, so. Yeah, it was a lot. Putting, I think I was on the top of average too. Yeah, it sounds. I'm what saying putting, I putting 35 on a small frame is different than putting 35 on a big frame. Yeah, so that's true. I mean, it, it's almost no wonder you had back pain. Oh, so, so much, so much. Oh my god. Ugh, I couldn't even. I, I had to lay on my side at all times, and I think that's partly why I had the. I mean, it could partly be the carpal tunnel stuff because I was. I had to be on my side all the time, no matter what. Even you, oh what you had to be for comfort or because medically for comfort. Oh, did what about semi reclining, like putting your back up? No. Hey everyone, it's Doctor Berlin, and I want to talk to you about something that is close to my heart, literally, omega three. It's a crucial nutrient that's sadly overlooked. With ninety five percent of women deficient, needed the supplement brand I trust created their brand new omega three soft gels. Designed by perinatal experts, they support you and your baby's well-being from fertility to pregnancy and beyond. Unlike other brands, Needed's Omega-3 is sustainable, pesticide-free, and third-party tested for purity. Plus, my favorite, it has a milder taste and smell, perfect for sensitive mamas. Don't wait. Visit thisisneeded.com and use code BERLIN to get 20% off your initial order. Experience the needed difference. Consciously crafted for your health and the planet. Didn't help you. I'm feeling very bad for you that you didn't meet Dr. Berlin during your pregnancy. I'm sort of feeling bad. I want to go back in time and oh my god, alleviate I know. your back pain. Oh, it was so bad. I I'm can't so even. Sorry. That last month was. We did everything we needed to do to get that baby out because up until like I see Susan Minnick for acupuncture, who just is a blessing and. 
two weeks before my due date, she I, she started doing some induction points. Mm-hmm. And I did everything the books tell you to do in order to get to go into labor. So were you late good? at that point? No. no. She just didn't oh, want to. Oh, two weeks before. Yeah, I just didn't want to go over. Right, right, right. And I know people usually say you're going to be late for your your first baby's going to be late. Was yours late? Four days. Yeah. Okay. That's not bad. No. I was a no, day my early, husband was going to have to leave for work. So <laughs> oh, no. I was like starting to get stressed. So he he had to leave for when she was 10 days old for like two weeks. I vaguely oh, no. remember that. Yeah. He must have been. But I was like, girl, you got to come out. Oh. It's harder. <laughs> I have like athletes, hockey players that get off yeah. two days for maternity, you know, oh, yeah. just to be home and then. Oh, that is not. That is no way to live. That's why I don't play hockey. No. I know. I have a friend too that she, her husband's. In the military, and so she had to schedule a C-section, and I think her husband left the next day for his deployment for like six months. I have a lot of people who do that, actually. Uh, not a lot, but a so good number. Sad. I mean, I could think in my mind many. I was like, oh either my for, God, for, like, I can hardly get through. Actually, for all, for, for armed forces, for sport, professional sports, and also for entertainment, they just got to schedule it and go. It's crazy. Either inductions or cesarean. Having a baby, I mean, for me, it was it's a three-person job. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the two of us and our daughter. And if we lost one, of, it's like a tripod. You can't – I couldn't imagine have, losing him yeah, a day crazy. later or whatever. I just – even now, it's still hard. We're thinking about work in the summer and it's just – How did I, you prepare for birth? How did I prepare I swam every day, and um, I just prepare. I try to prepare my body as much as I could, and I try to stay f- as fit as I could be. Yeah. Were you during the pregnancy excited about birth? Fearful about? I was birth? really fearful until I met with Beth Kelly, the nurse at Cedars. Uh-huh. She did a home birthing class, and I was after that home birthing class. I thought. What is a home Whoa. birthing class? It's like, just where she comes to the house. Okay, she did a birthing class at your home. Yeah. Not a, uh, for a home birth. No. Oh, okay. sorry. Yeah. No, I am. I am definitely not suitable for a home birth. Um, too many fears. But she, four hours she was there, and as soon as she left, I was like, "Whoa, this is going to be really cool." That's great. And ever since then, I was excited about it. Really excited. Even in the hospital, I was so excited. I got the epidural. I labored at home for 10 hours, 11 hours. Just the two of you, three of you? The two of us for like eight hours, and then the doula came over, and then my mom came over. And so I just labored there. Did you have emotions around your birth? What? Did you have emotions around your birth? My mom? Yeah. I mean, as much as she. Yeah. Did she cry? Did she cry? I don't think she cried. Maybe a little bit. Maybe by herself, she cried. She is so in love, you can tell. Like, she oh. is wonderful. Is it her first grandchild? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What made She's you go to the hospital? That's great. I was like, this is, I need an epidural. Oh, it was intense. It was all on your back, too. Mm. That's the worst. I was labor. crawling on all fours really? between contractions. Between? between contractions. Wow. It was so bad. And then during, because I knew if I sat down, the contractions would stop. Or they would slow down. You didn't want them to? No, because Hakaka said when they're three minutes apart, three minutes apart, that we should head to the hospital if I want an epidural. And I was like, are they three minutes apart? And once they were three minutes apart, I knew that if I sat down, they would become five minutes apart again. Right. What is that? Didn't know that either. So I had to – I couldn't sit down and lay down, which helped me on, the, on my side. So I had to just crawl around and stand back up during the contractions and – these like it was it was a really it was really quiet and really beautiful and really nice and it was our only like cloudy day and finally around eleven thirty I was like I need an epidural now and that's at eleven thirty in the afternoon yeah okay so I've been laboring since one in the morning yeah did it wake you up out of your mm-hmm. sleep yeah it always does it always Braxton Hicks always woke me up okay but then, but then this would, time it was different this time I was like it's nothing it's not labor. <laughs> And because it was too early, it was a day early. It was two days before I was due, and I was just thinking, "Oh, so your acupuncture worked?" And I had spicy Indian food that night. Wow, that always works. Um, among so many other things, I mean, I was bobbing in the pool that afternoon. No, before anyway. That's a busy day. 
it was an incredible day. We were sitting out in the sun. We took a picture of how big I was. I was ready to go. I was really, really ready. And Susan had done my acupuncture the day before. So I got in the car. That was the worst car ride of my oh. life. Oh, I can't imagine. And, um, and no. we, you can't. Labor. That's right, Dr. No. Flynn, you can't. No, no. <laughs> Even that time I had Chinese food and Mexican food together, they were both a little older than they should no. have been. No, that's not the same I did thing wake up all. in the morning having contractions them? three minutes apart, lasting no. about a minute. You don't know. I called my doula. That's the closest I can probably ever come. They were fighting, the Throwing Chinese up. and the Mexican. Okay, yeah, so at 1130, yeah, at least traffic's yeah, not insane. Well, traffic was incredible. Thank God. <laughs> So weird. It's, it was so weird. I was like, this is finally, I was so excited. And we get to the hospital, and I'm so excited. And we get the epidural, and it doesn't hurt. And I'm, again, so excited because I I beat the fear. I got the epidural, and it didn't right. hurt. And the pain started going away, and I was so excited. And then they broke my water, and all this fun stuff was happening. And, and then did they tell window. you how many centimeters you were or how dilated you were when you yeah, got there? Yeah, I was four. Okay. And because you were afraid of the epidural, did you ever think about not getting it? Yeah, I was like, what would it be like if I didn't get it? Right. And a lot of people do it. My best friend did it. She was She's a superwoman, though. And another friend of mine who is superwoman was like, get the epidural. Like, why wouldn't you? And now I, that's, I agree with her. Why yeah. wouldn't you? But people we have back labor. So, I mean, I, it, it's, I don't oh. know, like out of normal labor is a lot different I oh my think. god it's like you're having it's like your baby's coming from like, your spine yeah, wait can i ask a question about out. back labor yeah. that is it always because is back labor no. always because they're posterior no, or can mom, be for a variety I was, of reasons i was with her for five times none of her what? babies were posterior and she gets back labor every time it's just her anatomy most common cause of back labor is the baby's skull is against your spine uh-huh. so every time you have a contraction it forces that base of your spine like all the way back and you feel like you're going to break in half but yeah. and and so like anytime i always tell people if you're suffering in childbirth you get an epidural no matter what yeah. but it's kind of yeah interesting because if you had more normal contractions right and um they're intense but no, you don't feel like you're breaking in half you start to make these natural drugs endorphins and you start to care. feel kind of high. And we just filmed a documentary where I was her doula and I was doing body work with her. And um, she's in this tiny apartment downtown. And, and who is this? It's just a woman who came through the office with her oh, husband. He's a filmmaker. And they documented their entire <laughs> pregnancy and everything that they did during pregnancy. And... Like, he filmed the birther cameras everywhere, just but no people. Like, he would go set them mm. from time to time. And we get to that moment that almost everybody gets to where there's a big dose of fear. Like, I don't think I can do this. I don't, you know, she looked me right in the face. She's like, I don't think I can do this. And I explained to her about why you make all this adrenaline and it makes you feel fearful. And your body wants you to prove that you're not in danger. Mm-hmm. And then the adrenaline goes away. And then it's uninhibited because like, mm-hmm. adrenaline inhibits labor. And I don't know, maybe an hour and a half later, she had no fear. All those endorphins kicked in, the oxytocin kicked in. She was high as a kite, and she tells these crazy, funny stories. And she says, I think I'm so high right now. And you see it. I'm like so glad they caught it, except for part of me was wondering how the balding spot looks from all four angles. But other than that, I was so happy they caught it, and I can't wait to see this footage of oh her. Oh, my God, me too. Because you can see, like, what it could be like. And right. it may not be like that for everybody. If you're in pain and suffering and you don't want to take it anymore, of course you get an epidural. That's what it's But there that's what's for. bizarre, too. It's so different for everyone. Totally. And every time. Right. One person can, like, be screaming for an epidural one time and just wait it out and see what happens and end up in that high ecstatic state and the truth time. is every our bodies are made to do this so right there's pain but it's not pain that's going to kill you it's just that we have the tools to keep it from getting well you shouldn't too suffer painful. you yeah. shouldn't suffer like why would anybody I mean, suffer if you why don't would somebody have to. endure the pain that's a different story why do people climb on everest sure that's really intense, physically challenging, painful, but they have a a challenge that they want to overcome. And I think nature gives you that challenge. I think there are benefits to that challenge, why nature does it that way. 
But, you know, then when things go out of the ordinary, especially, it's, um, I'm like so in love with the fact that we have ways to just shut that off yes. and yeah. let you en- enjoy your labor. And take a nap. And take a nap. Because well, pushing, gift. <laughs> pushing is a whole other thing. Tell me about pushing. I pushed for a half hour. Oh, that's amazing. I know. First baby. I know. Could you feel what was going on? Mm-hmm. Did they turn down oh, the yeah. epidural a bit? Um, it wasn't. I didn't. I never put it up. It was. Just wasn't that strong? The the normal dose, which I felt was almost too much because I couldn't feel any contractions. But boy, I could feel the pressure, and I just, I you know, I have pretty strong ab muscles, even though they were um, separated. Stretched out. Oh, they separated too. But I just feel like it was, you know, I it it. it I was. They kept telling me I was pushing like it was my second kid, and I felt really empowered <laughs> by that. But Michelle, she's a, a great coach. Oh my god, she really. It's, it was wonderful. It was just a really nice, quiet, quiet time moment. It was. I mean, I was scared at one point because I did get nauseous and I did throw up, and I was told that that is something that happens. And but you ab- don't like throwing up. I don't like throwing up. So I was midway through pushing. I was like, I, 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 I'm scared. And, and of course, Michelle was like, you got to throw up. <laughs> She's also practical. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, of course, you're right. You can't, if you feel nauseous and you sick, you, you can't do your best. And you just got to kind of, right. you, you have to push a human out of you. <laughs> And to it's, do. <laughs> it's it's a it's a job. I remember the one one of the nurses said to me, "Rest up. You're gonna need it. You need the energy later. Mm-hmm. You need to take a nap." Because I was so excited, I couldn't take a nap. <laughs> I was. I mean, I was at a birth just recently. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but she couldn't relax because she was too excited. Mm-hmm. It was a home birth, and she was just so giddy That's and really excited. Sweet. It's so because you're gonna meet your child. <laughs> But it, it was, was like, we just needed to, she needed to settle down and just get into labor. You know what I mean? She was like in, sort of, out, sort of. Right. And we put on um, Ali Wong. Did you have oh you seen her? Oh, my God. Have Baby you seen Cobra? that? No. Oh, oh you got to see it. hilarious. What she's, is it? It's a network, she's Netflix She's a comedian, special. and she has a Netflix special called Baby Cobra, and she's super pregnant, and she's hysterical. Oh she's so You'll funny. probably love I don't it. know about that. We put on Ali Wong. It's and newish. Like 30 minutes later, new. she was in transition because we were all laughing so hard. That's wonderful. The I've been baby recommending came it to everybody. Laughter. Some laughter, no joke. I mean, she was. We were laughing so hard. In fact, there was a point so where, there was a point where she just all she hit transition from nothing, and she was having this giant oh. surge go through. And I was squeezing her hips behind her, and her husband was in front of her, coach, like looking at her and holding her, and he and I were like face to face. And Allie's in the background talking about the difference between sleeping with Jewish men and sleeping with Asian men. And he, they're <laughs> Asian. And he and I were face-to-face dying trying to hold it in because she was in the middle of this monster surge. And when she finally <laughs> finished, so we were ju- – you know that people say rolling on the floor laughing? We were rolling on the floor laughing. Oh my it was God. hilarious. I had to shut it off because she was like – That kind of energy push. is – there's no, nothing beats that, especially during labor yeah, and it's because it, it really helps get – she didn't have fear. She's a giddiness. But it, I now I recommend it to everybody because, like, if your mind is laughing, your body knows you're not being chased by a tiger. And right, if you don't right. feel afraid, the energy rushing through you is much more tolerable than if you're afraid of it. Oh, my God. That is so right. Hmm. Comedy for birth. So you got the epidural. You got to take a nap. Yeah. And Which then you woke up from hardly. that. Um I woke up. It was, you know, there's some plateau action. Right. <laughs> just plateau chilled. Action. You know, she was. The, I just. It was just dark, quiet. My sister and her husband came to visit. And what time is it at this point? Probably like nine, ten o'clock at night. What? Yeah. I, I mean, I, it's. It was a twenty-four hour birth. A twenty-four hour wow. labor. Wow. But it didn't feel that long. That's I good. just felt safe. Yeah. I felt. It's just, you know, hospitals are weird. Hospitals are scary. Hospitals are boring. But I just felt really excited and really safe and really lucky that things were – that I was healthy and she was healthy. And I don't know. Do just, you remember the moment you saw oh her my face? God, yeah. Yeah. 
I do. I also have it on video. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, do you um, watch it? I do. So. I love watching it. It's really dark. But um, Who shot it? My doula, oh. Dana. Yeah, she was amazing. She was incredible. And it was just perfect. It was just quiet and beautiful. And it was the best moment of my life, for sure. And um, I would do it again in a heartbeat. I mean, she was just, she was, she was wonderful. She opened her eyes and right away, and, you know, we just connected. She connected with Tommy. That was the first person she looked at. And they still have this, con- I mean, father-daughter connection, it beats, it trumps everything. It's amazing. It, I can't, I will never be able to connect to her that way, and that's okay. I'll we'll have her own thing. one baby where I remember that moment so clearly. Partially, I think, because of faces. Like, I can't picture their little faces. And partially because I'm usually crying like a baby. But oh, yeah. I, um, our home birth, where it was a water birth, and he came out in the tub. The f- Your first kid? Our fourth. Fourth kid was a water birth. Yeah. And the midwife just kind of put the baby still underwater in my wife's hands. And she brought him up to the surface. And to just see his little face come right up to the water, <laughs> the surface of the water, and then come out, he didn't cry. Oh but it wasn't God. like panic. He was just eyes open, and he was looking at me, and he was looking at her. I'll never forget that moment. And I didn't I didn't cry. I was, like, sort of crying tears of joy inside. Right. But it was, like, it was like too beautiful to cry at that right. moment. I just didn't want to lose it. And that is so strongly burned in my, in my head. That's amazing. That That's an amazing memory. And... I don't know, always, I still cry. I've been to so many births, and when those babies come out, it's like, just, I don't know why. It's like, I break down. They're like, Dr. B, come take a picture. And I'm always like, oh. <laughs> I was watching a lot of birth videos before I had her to get ready, especially when I was scared in the be- in the beginning, the early days of pregnancy. And um, every time the baby came out, I was just a mess alone (laughs) watching these videos, a mess, because it (laughs) is, even that commercial, I don't know what the commercial, Johnson & Johnson, I don't know what it is, but this woman is giving birth and they give her her child, and it just, it Hmm. kills me, and now it's just that faucet just will never turn off, Uh -uh. that's it, I'm a a parent now, and I appreciate things in a way that I never have, and I know everybody's told me that 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 was what was going to happen, but now I'm finally experiencing it. Mm-hmm. So you, I'm mixed on you on breastfeeding because you... S- oh. <sighs> breastfeeding. You know, I was ready to quit about five days in because, because it was the searing pain oh. and I couldn't get a good latch. Yeah. She had a... Uh, her Cliff. tongue tongue was a little bit tongue shorter. Tongue. Mm. And um, I'd seen Linda, the uh, Linda Hannah, mm-hmm. a couple times. She's lactation amazing. coach. Lactation coach, my nursing coach. Oh God, that's her company, right? Yeah. And mobile. Mobile, oh, amazing, just amazing. So she gives me so much confidence. But it was hurting so much, and I was overproducing. And I know I I hate to be that girl. I make too much milk. <laughs> um, there are people that make no milk, sun milk, a lot of milk. I am that person. And I got mastitis very early oh, on. No. It was really bad. I kind of knew I was going to get it because I'd heard about it. And um, I am just, I'm, I have a good sized chest to begin with. And, and this is not fun, but it's, it's regulated a little bit. Um, I've really got it's a it's like the biggest puzzle I could never figure out. Mm-hmm. Every day I'd wake up and I'd be like, "How do I?" So so now what? Now what should I try? Now what should I try? Should mm-hmm. I try pumping four ounces every three hours and and try to store for the trip that I'm taking soon, or should I should I stop pumping for a little while and and only nurse? Maybe she's like, how do I know what she's getting? Mm-hmm. How do I stop producing so much? What is the cabbage leaf going to do? Um, can I use a nipple shield? Will she get too used to the bottle? And it's just all these questions, and it just figures itself out, and you just have to be patient with yourself because yeah, exactly. seven weeks down the line, I have mastered it in a way. For me, I have mastered it. 
I use a nipple shield and I have no guilt for it. No. And True. she's getting milk. She's gaining weight like a champ. And I'm what so does the sick of feeling do bad. For you? It, it, it keeps the pain. Oh, it's for the bay. pain. It's for the pain. Because for whatever reason, I do sometimes feed her without the nipple shield just test it out. To test it out. Yeah. See if maybe I don't need the shield anymore. And it it's a different experience. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to not look forward to breastfeeding her. Sure. I want to look forward to it in a way that it's Do you look forward to it? Um now I'm more indifferent. You, I used to be fearful of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. So I used to get you, stressed. Like do you that? feel like it's evolving now that you have it kind of down? I have it down. Wait, then why do you think you were feeling guilty about using that shield? Because they make you sign a waiver when you pick it up at the pump station. That says? That says it's not for long-term use. What? And that we're not Is that liable. medically or is I, it? I don't know. I, don't I didn't know. understand it either. It's so strange. And so it's like a release form. Like, I understand that, you know, you're not liable for anything. Maybe nipple confusion or I don't know. But hmm. she doesn't seem to have any of that. I'm really lucky in that way. I give her a couple bottles a day. I give her my breasts great. a lot. It, it And my milk is coming in and um, it's fantastic. And I sleep and I take a break at night. And that great. was the best advice I ever got. Yeah. yeah. Scott Cohen, huh. take a break at night. Your boobs will... Regularly, figure out. Mm-hmm. they'll figure it out that you're taking a break at the same time, right? And you can sleep. Just letting you get to sleep like a normal chunk of time. Yeah, and also I have no guilt about having my mom being our night nurse. Yeah, why would that? Why would you have guilt about it? Because so many people and so many of my friends, who aren't judging me, but I, I'm at, I mean, they don't have a night nurse. They choose to do it, just by the themselves. two of them by oh, themselves. Yeah. And well, you know it's what? A choice. I mean, how? Do you function when you don't have someone doing the night, you know, the nighttime? Like, I I need sleep. I don't know how, but most people do it. And I'm I'm just, I'm in awe. Of I am in total awe of my wife and everybody else who does it. But I was fairly useless, especially on the later kids when I was working more. Mm-hmm. And, you know, think about that. It should be up two or three times, even more, three or oh. four times feeding the newborn and then wake up in the morning and there's a two-year-old and a four-year-old. That's what that I can imagine. Go. Did you not have a nanny? Um, you know, as we had more and more kids, we would have a night nurse come from like 10 p.m. till 7 a.m. Yeah. Right. Just so Alyssa would still feed the baby because she wanted to. Yeah. And then, but the nanny or the postpartum doula, I guess, would be sleeping in the room with them or hanging out in the room with them with the baby so that when the baby is ready to eat, they'd come right to my wife. She'd feed the baby for 25 minutes and then all the burping and diaper changing and if the baby didn't settle right back down was happening in a different part of the house so that she could sleep, so that we could sleep. Um, But with the first one, we did it on our own. You know, we did it on our own, but I wasn't working nearly as much. She, She... I would wake up in the morning early and take him for a long walk so she can sleep later. Wow. Like, we were able to figure it out. And she loved, loved, loved to do it. I mean, she really didn't want anybody else to do it. And that's that's her that's choice. That's amazing. I, other people don't have to feel that way. Like, if you don't mm-hmm. do well with not sleeping, then if you're going to be a, in a rotten shape the next day, then mm-hmm. what are you giving your baby? Right. Great, a healthy it's all parent me. is a healthy kid. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. that For sure. Percent. And that's uh, another thing, like, I didn't get off my antidepressant. And it's really for anti-anxiety for me. But um, I've been taking Lexapro for years and years and years, and um, I didn't get off of it. Yeah. I was on a During extremely the low dose. All pregnancy long? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then out, and you still are? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you didn't have any postpartum issues? Mental health issues. Not at all. It's Did actually you say you been feel wonderful. Better. You That's feel awesome. better. I feel better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got like postpartum high. <laughs> yeah. I kind of, my That's great. It's a very really small good. group on Facebook, by the way. Really? Yeah. Postpartum relation. Is that what it's called? Seriously? No, I'm just making it up. I'm just saying. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Am I, am I that lucky? You're the one. It's pretty awesome. No, some a lot of people feel great after they have a baby, but I felt like that after I encapsulated my placenta. Same. Oh, you ate the placenta. Heaven. Yeah, those pills are like happy pills. Are they? I never noticed a difference, but but you didn't. You weren't feeling bad. I wasn't feeling bad exactly. So I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't know that I was feeling bad, but I was definitely feeling very depleted and I felt mm. like in very bad shape. Like it amazed me that when you're charged with the greatest responsibility of your life, you yeah. feel like a truck just ran into your vagina. Oh, my God. Mm. And now you have to – it's like crazy. It's like a car accident. Yeah. But then you have to go so, to work full time, like right. with the whole ba- taking care of the baby and feeding a baby. Yeah. And I remember feeling depleted. Yeah. but And I remember taking those and I would – they were like happy pills to me. You're so lucky. Did Scott have any? Are you kidding me? I guarded those things oh, he didn't try my it? life. Was Tommy having no. a little placenta on the side? I don't think so. No, I think I'm they're not, really creeped out by it. Yeah. Is my, yeah. Like, a lot of people I think are anyone who's it. not a mom who's done this is what about probably milk? What about thoroughly milk? creeped out. Right, right. <laughs> I, I, I know. I feel like a lot of the, not a lot, you know, a lot of the very earthy guys uh, try the milk. Yeah. No? Um, no. I mean, I wouldn't try it you're not gonna drink your you didn't try your own milk no you mm. did no i just had a i'll tell you about it okay later it's about it later we almost we almost <laughs> it's not about, about me i would tell the story if it was about me but, but it's not else? okay so i know a guy who in his office women are always pregnant or or nursing and they'll and use it as cereal, so yeah okay <laughs> we almost put it in our mac and cheese last night we thought about it <laughs> Because we didn't have any milk. Why won't you taste it? You're not, are you curious? I'm not interested in the least. Really? Yeah. My sister tasted it. It was Your milk? S- sort of sweet. Yeah. Oh. I'm sure I tasted it at some point. I can't remember. Because we put it on stuff. Like if you have an infection. Yeah. I put, put it on, on my the... face. I put it on her face. Yeah. If, if she has some kind of breakout, which she doesn't anymore. It's weird. They go through so many phases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and once it's you only adjust, been seven it's weeks. It's, it's incredible. It's, it never stops. Every week there's something new. I have a few questions for you from uh, our audience. Did uh, people say weird things to you during pregnancy? No. Damn. Not at all. No one wanted to touch my stomach. Really? Yeah. Nobody wants to touch really? my stomach ever. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't even want to touch my stomach. But That's it's different. Weird. Yeah, I guess. Nobody wanted Did to touch your stomach? Did you want them stomach? to be touching your stomach? <laughs> I didn't mind. Were you I, upset I, that nobody wanted to touch your stomach? I was a little um, confused. Yeah. Because people weird. tell you that everybody's going to want to touch your stomach. And did you feel your baby a lot in your belly? Like with oh, your yeah. hands? Oh. Did you, could you tell the different parts? No. No. Mm. I would pretend I could. Yeah. Definitely a foot. You know what's so funny? How is it really For sure. possible? When I moved to Los Angeles, we thought we were going to see celebrities all over the place. Right. And this is before I knew I was face blind. I would just, and we, we, my wife isn't face blind. We hadn't seen anybody in like you four months. You still can't see a celebrity. Right. I still can't, but to. she can. <laughs> but after four months of not spotting anybody, we would just stop at a red light and make up celebrities. There's, there's somebody. That's, <laughs> that's, that's Britney Spears. Yeah. <laughs> What about, is there, can I interject a Please. question? Is there anything that you know now that you wish you had known when you were pregnant or before you had, before you went into labor? So many things that I can't remember right now. Um, that's a great question. Or anything that surprised you? I mean, any of that kind of stuff. Either way, or things people told you were going to happen, but they didn't happen. I mean, everything and nothing. I mean... Ugh, or maybe what's something if? How about this? What is a great piece of advice somebody gave? Yeah, you? that's. Uh, was that the question, and I just rephrased it? Well, sort of. Or I was going to say, or if you were giving advice to someone, like what? Would, oh, what are what the would you things that? that stand out the most to you about, like labor, delivery, newborn, epidural, getting epidural? <laughs> yeah. Um, also. Um, Would you say get an epidural no matter what or get an epidural if you feel like you want an epidural? Oh, if you want an epidural, get it. Yeah. Or just, just go just for it. Just don't question it. If yeah. it's if, – if, I mean it's – it's if you want to feel um, – if you want to take some of the – some of the – some of the stress away, absolutely get an epidural. Um, there's no reason not to, I, I don't think. Um, also – I don't. I don't. I, oh my god! I can't believe I'm blank right now. I'm also delirious because we had. It might be had because a, you have a seven week old. Yeah, in, in <laughs> take a boot break. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. always. Okay. I like all that advice. I feel like if you feel like you need one, 
take a boob break. If you feel like you need one, take a boob break. If you feel like you need an epidural, get if an you hate <gasps> breastfeeding or want one, and it's only a weekend, give it a shot. Okay, mm-hmm. I I feel like ninety percent of our patients who breastfeed successfully felt like they were going to quit at least one time. Yeah, mm-hmm. really felt like they were going to quit at least yeah. one mm-hmm. time. I think that's a great piece of advice. Just keep trying it and I kept I had a bunch of friends my one of my friends has a ten and a half month old and she's like I love it now the the also wear gloves when you do your dishes because you're never gonna wash so many things you you're never gonna wash more <laughs> it is insane how much you have to sanitize stuff I did not know about that the bottle washing has killed my hands I have a screaming case of eczema that just will not go away I feel like that's a first baby thing really yes it probably well, is well you just get less thing. cleanly you don't because, care as much right anymore. yeah you're totally. like I'll just rinse it we don't pre-wash the clothing anymore <laughs> right. yeah don't right. just yeah, rinse and go yeah it's true um, it's almost Mother's Day your first yeah it's my first Mother's Day, Day. is there anything you want for Mother's Day or on Mother's Day to be special? Um, I would like no. I would just like a really nice breakfast, mm. which is what I get almost every day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, maybe some flowers. Um, does, I mean, does it feel kind of a? I you know what I would like her to feed herself. <laughs> I would love for breakfast. her to just give she, me a break. She owes you. She so. just maybe won she can that yeah day. she can make you breakfast. She'll be, be incredible. She'll be eight weeks. Yeah, ma- yeah, almost eight weeks. Yeah. It's not too much to ask. Um, is there an interview question that you hope nobody asks? Mm. Yeah, I mean there are a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, what's one of them? Uh, <laughs> that was the I, that popped into my head on the way here. I'm not going to find the question that makes you squirm. But no, I just there are so many questions that I would be horrified if somebody asked me. Um, I I mean, like having to do with everybody else because I'm such a big mouth. I used to be. I've had to like really filter myself down over the years. A big mouth in what way? I would just say too much. Um, And I I know I realize now I can't actually talk about other people in interviews because it's it's not my you share too much for them <laughs> yeah oh, yeah on their behalf. but I also used to share too much about myself which I am I'm not very I'm not embarrassed by much um, I've got like a, a good amount of humility I can't I can't think of any question that I wouldn't want. I mean you share so much about yourself yeah. I can't well that's even... what's so weird like I wouldn't want you to ask me what her name is because I wouldn't tell you because it's but the... that's, oh that's about her though. It's about yeah us as a family sort of, and the more people that know her name, then nobody knows the name. Are, I mean, our friends do, and That's you nice. know what that caused? A lot of embroidery, a lot <laughs> of embroidered towels, so many embroidered burp cloths. You can never have too many burp cloths. Oh, that's your, another piece swaddle, of advice. A perfect swaddle is just. The Woomies. That's what I was going to say. Oh, Do you have the Woomies? Yeah, Woomy? yeah. Oh, they're That's incredible. <laughs> the Woomies. She sleeps with her arms swallow. out now, That's but little glow worms. Oh, they're so That's the great. I think that's um, the best. Now that you're saying that, might be the best like thing. Also, baby baby gift. What was your favorite baby gift? Oh, um, I think. Uh, I got to say, it's probably. Um, this little rabbit that um, my best friend Rachel got her and the dog ate the arm off of it and my mom got the <laughs> arm and so did the oh, no. arm oh. and it's so tiny and it's so cute and I think that's the best gift Heart. we got a lot of hand-me-downs you don't need that much clothing no. No. you really don't like they're gonna wear the f- same five things that really work yeah. yes. and then and, they outgrow it yeah and, and t-shirt onesies what is the point for a newborn <laughs> yeah T-shirts at all that aren't onesies that, that don't, don't snap, snap underneath. There's yeah. no point. Right and right on up. There's absolutely no point. Don't not waste your money. Forget it. Yep. <laughs> uh, gosh, Amanda, thank you so much for joining us. It's late. I want to let you get back to. I your feel like I came with baby. all this. I wanted to come with all this information, and I was so excited to share all this information. Um, and I can't wait to like share my experience with expectant mothers. Like I, I love our friends who are pregnant because I get to just 
share all the things that are important and that I found really like information that I felt was really like helpful and remained true throughout my experience um so this was really fun I don't feel like I said enough but I know like I'm also a talker so maybe I did you said you said you You said said a good amount but if what you're saying is well we have you back on the podcast in a few months to see how it's going yeah Yeah, absolutely we're all we're always going to be back wonderful I can't (laughs) wait maybe Tommy will come back with you Tommy's yeah. really good at talking. Okay. Tommy's really good at talking nicely. <laughs> He's really good at putting sentences together that sound great. <laughs> amazing. Um, thank you. You shared amazing stuff. Oh, and thanks. I really appreciate your being here. And I really do feel like Glamour Magazine had it right. You're so down to earth. Like mm-hmm. if, if uh, Thanks, Glamour. You're like my down to earth role model. Oh, no. wow. That is so nice. Yeah. Want to be more down We're to giving it. you an inf- uh, an informal, <laughs> informed pregnancy award. That's this right. This is another Thank award. Thank you. Yep. An informing. Yeah. You, you're the first nice. informy. We have to come up with a name for it. Wouldn't it be funny if I showed up in three months and I'm like, I hate kids. I have five minutes. <laughs> and you're going to have to pay me. <laughs> Double. We are taking back our informy. <laughs> Uh, All right. We'll be back with you guys in a couple months. Thanks for listening to the Informed Pregnancy Podcast. Share us with your friends and visit us online for access to our blog, documentaries, and other pregnancy and parenting resources at informedpregnancy.com. 